Welcome to Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle RN. I believe that we are all made with unique gifts, talents, and desires, and that comparing ourselves to others only leads to frustration and wasted time. Join me on a journey to becoming the best you you can be. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming Your Best with Jenny Lytle RN podcast. Today's episode is episode 20, Three Simple Steps for Changing Your Life. As you likely know, you can't get what you want without some effort. And lately, I've been thinking about the importance of action. I feel like so much attention is given to goal setting, dreaming bigger, consistency, and planning. But the reality is, without action, none of it ends up giving us the results that we're looking for. And I can have an amazing plan and even review it often, but without action, I'm not going to get what I really want. And this applies to consistency as well. I was on a faith activated call the other day and a question that was asked was, do you have trouble with consistency? And of course, a lot of people said yes. And the coach challenged that saying, basically, you don't have a problem with consistency. You have a problem with consistently taking action that's going to get you what you want. And it really got me thinking about all of this. In many ways, I have thought of consistency as being the magic ingredient But being inconsistent can also be a form of consistency. Unfortunately, it does not yield the desired results. Does that ring true for you too? So think about a particular bothersome or troubling area of your life, an area where you seem to have the same goals or desires for a long period of time. And let's use weight loss or more exercise or better eating habits because these are all things that um, most people can relate to. And let's say you wanted to improve in each of these or at least one of these areas. And it's still something that's not where you want it to be. So if you take a look, an honest look at it all, I believe that it's highly likely that there's not been consistent action. Now, I know that's definitely the case for me. I know that I have a tendency to be rather all or nothing. I'm very focused on my health goals or I'm on autopilot. But I also know that a few little changes, if I stay focused on them, can lead to bigger results and bigger changes. So here's an example. If my goal is to feel better and or lose 30 pounds, then some realistic action steps are exercising daily for a certain amount of time aiming for a particular number of steps, being more intentional with my food choices. Now, for some, that may mean putting specific parameters on it. For others, it may simply be increasing the number of whole foods as compared to processed foods. And while eating better isn't clearly defined, when we really think about it, we all know what better kind of looks like. And taking steps toward better can lead to more positive actions. So maybe the next step is planning how all of this is going to play out. We need to set ourselves up to win. And if we're going to do those workouts, we can make it more likely by deciding when and where, by having our shoes ready and our workout clothes laid out. And doing these things helps to eliminate some of the excuses for not doing what we plan to do. And maybe it means that we menu plan and get rid of some of the junk food in our houses and make sure that we have a supply of healthy foods. And all of these are great things, but if we don't actually do the workouts and if we don't actually eat the healthier foods and avoid the junk, then it's unlikely that there's going to be much change. 
So we've planned and set ourselves up for success by laying out some action steps. The key is once we get that action in place, then we need to stay consistent with taking the appropriate actions. So how can we do that? I think the first step is knowing what you're trying to achieve. And the second, and I believe possibly the more important step, is why do you want to achieve that? Not just the surface reasons. Sticking with the weight loss example, because it's an easy one, why do you want to lose weight? Or if weight loss isn't your goal, why do you want to make healthier eating and exercise choices? Yes, to feel better and live longer, but going deeper, what is your real motivation for that? I have a dear friend that had struggled with her weight and health issues that went along with it for many years. But when she looked at what the same issues had done to her dad, she got very serious, very intentional, and took consistent action to take charge of her health and change her story. And that's been a few years ago now, and she's remained consistent and maintained her results because she knew her why. She knew exactly what she wanted and was determined to do the work to get there. And it hasn't always been easy, I'm sure. There have been setbacks and more than a few times when it would have been easier for her to go back to her old ways. But her why is clear and she set herself up for success and she continues to take the necessary action steps to maintain her results. And third, once we know what we're trying to achieve and why, then we can go back to our action steps with more excitement and more intention. And we can put those simple things into action and then we can review our goals and our plans and our why regularly and tweak as we go. So now it's time for me to be brutally transparent and honestly, this makes me uncomfortable even though I feel like for the most part, I'm an open book. But I know that you may be feeling this way in an area or two of your life as well. Sometimes certain things, even the things we really want, just aren't a big enough priority at that particular season in our lives for us to take the actions necessary to achieve the changes that we want. And I recently saw a quote from Mel Robbins that I'd seen before that says, instead of saying, I don't have time, try saying it's not a priority and see how that feels. Now for some things, this can be a huge reality check and a motivator for change, but in some other areas, it may be a way to help you give yourself a little bit of grace. We can't change everything all at once and trying to do so can lead to frustration. Now, absolutely, we can use one good habit to build on another and make it easier, but there's times when we can't fit everything in. So for me right now, I am most focused on finishing out my nursing contract and on working on a lot of different areas of my business. I'm taking care of myself in terms of sleep and my stress levels, but I'm not always eating healthy. It kind of goes up and down, and I know that eating less processed stuff and more whole foods is something that would help me feel better and more energetic, but that's an area that I'm just kind of coasting along with right now. And the same with my workouts. I know that they help me to clear my head and feel focused and energized, but my sleep, work, and travel schedule are all over the place, and I don't fit them in every day. What I do do is try to listen to my body and know that when I start getting more anxious or more tired or irritable, I need to at least go for a walk, and preferably in nature. I had started out the year training for a marathon, and then I realized that the timing for that was really bad, and 
as I often do, I had taken on too much. So right now it's on the back burner. Not because I don't have time, because I could make time in my schedule if I really wanted to, but because I realized that yes, it's something I wanna do, but it's not the biggest priority for me right now. I am a want to do everything kind of person, so I have to continually remind myself that as much as I want to, I can't do everything, or at least not all at once. And I have to decide what my priorities are for a certain season of life, and so do you. And keep in mind that we can change those priorities at any time. And when I keep that at the forefront of my mind, I have less stress and less frustration than when I'm trying to do everything and feel like I'm constantly failing. So what is it that matters most to you right now? What are your top three priorities? And be honest with yourself about this. Don't just give the right or the expected answers. God may be very important to you and be at the top of your list in terms of love and devotion, and your family is likely right up there too. But when it comes to working on these particular areas, they may not be a top priority in your life right now. That doesn't mean that you're going to neglect your spiritual or family relationships. It may mean that they're in a very good place and you're able to just stay consistent with what you're doing. And once you know your priorities, what are you going to do in each of these areas? And take a bit of time to plan this out, but make sure that action is on the agenda as well. What specific actions are you going to take? And how can you set yourself up for success? And brainstorm some ideas. And here's a few suggestions to get you started. Set timers to remind you of specific things. Put times in your calendar for exercise or menu planning. Involve family or coworkers. Make it fun. Can you commit to doing something with a friend or accountability partner? And then reward yourself for consistent action. Now, simple things like this are going to be one of the biggest focuses of my upcoming membership group that will provide accountability and community as we navigate life's everyday challenges. And so I'd love for you to stay tuned for more info. And if you're not a member of the free Becoming Your Best community on Facebook, then make sure to join and there'll be a link in the show notes. Um, In the meantime, I would love to hear from you. And if you're ready to go deeper in any of these areas, check out ways to work with me further at www.jennylidle.com slash work hyphen with hyphen Jenny. Until next time, take a deep breath or two and never stop becoming the best version of you. Disclaimer. Although I am a registered nurse, the medical and health information contained in this podcast is provided for general information and educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. Accordingly, before taking any actions based upon such information, I encourage you to consult with appropriate professionals. I do not provide any specific medical or health advice and the use of or reliance on any information contained in this podcast is solely at your own risk.